Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Uh, how was your trip to Iraq? Uh, yeah, it's that's an interesting question. So, yeah, we did uh, Extra Life just this past Saturday. If you notice, I'm a little tired. Also, the fact that we had a time change. Uh, but we played House of Ashes for Extra Life, which uh, primarily takes place in Iraq. Uh, and that is the latest Dark Pictures anthology game. And I'll say this, it's very different from the other two. And um, that's all I'll say. It's it's just different. Uh, it's not like... I feel like the other two were kind of set in like haunted areas. Like I think the first one's like supposedly a haunted boat. And the second one's like a haunted town and this one is is more uh supernatural i'll say without spoiling it i don't know if last hope was technically a haunted town just an abandoned town but yeah 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 no that's valid but it was like it had that same tone i think and uh, oh it definitely had that tone and you know the way they ended were also kind of similar Yes. Which they did not go with in House of Ashes because I've seen, I watched you guys play a bit and I saw a couple of other playthroughs of it. So, yeah. Yeah. I really like that series. We struggled with that one, technical issues and whatnot, but um, it, it is fitting you bring up Extra Life. We have, are, of course, still collecting donations for Extra Life right up until the end of the year, December 31st. And if you are a Summoner's Call listener and you want to donate, bit.ly slash Extra Life Ryan. And uh, every $10 gets you a vote towards our next game club discussions. So uh, we'll have more details at the end of the show. But uh, just as a reminder, Extra Life is still going on, even though we had our big game day stream. And um, there will probably be more fun coming down the line. uh, But if not, we'll certainly be looking forward to doing some game club discussions based on your votes. But Eddie, the reason we're all here is Fire Emblem Heroes. And I'm going to go through the banners, and then I want to know how you did on the summoning. Uh, The Weekly Revival Banner 29 is running right now. Heroes with Ignis is running until the 9th. The Lands Bounty Special Hero Revival is going until the 10th. Tempest Trials is going to the 14th. Trick or Defeat Special Heroes Revival is going to the 15th. And Ninja Training, the new November Ninja banner, uh, is running until the 4th of December. Those are the heroes we're going to discuss tonight. But Eddie, how did you do on your your summoning this past week? I did dive into the ninja banner. I got an early five-star Melkorn, who is the four-star unit. So not great, but hey, still a special hero. Um, After a Garrick pity break, I kept going and managed to get duo Corrin, which is the female Corrin with the least there. Uh, And just as I was stopping for my summons for now, I did manage to also get Shannon as well. So I'll probably keep picking at the banner for a grain and report back uh, when I get her, because I'm sure if I don't get her by the end of the month, I will end up buying some morphs to get her. There you go. Yes, uh, funny enough, uh, I had some good luck this week, and uh, Ninja Green was my free summon on the banner. I wasn't planning on summoning on the banner, um, just because I, I, none of the heroes jumped out at me, and uh, yeah, I guess Faye was like, and hey. I- that kind of happened with me with the odor banner. Yes. Uh, I wasn't really planning on summoning on it because I 
really didn't like Odor, and he ended up being my free summon. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, I mean, it's funny how that stuff works. Obviously, it, it saves me some orbs for what is likely coming um, next month, being the new book and all that fun stuff. But uh, we usually get the free heroes. So, right. Based on the uh, Tempest trial we got going on, we potentially have Thor coming later this month. So, Yes, there was a posting in the Discord asking if this is new art. Uh, of I think it was battle art and damage art for Thor for for thor <laughs> and uh yep. it's funny how that works uh and um yeah that it looked like new art and sure enough she is the uh, uh boss in the tempest trial running right now yep uh so as as i kind of half thought they would do they put a bit of a gap between ascended fjorm and ascended leg yarn so they didn't have two in a row so yeah looks like they chose to fill that uh other one with thor uh we'll see what happens there yeah, it is going to be interesting to see how they use this Tempest Trials story and whether, like, the the timing's kind of weird because technically book six w- should launch before the conclusion to Fire and Ice, right? Well, yeah, but this uh, Fire and Ice stuff really isn't connected to the book five stuff. doesn't have to be connected to book six either. No, it doesn't have to be connected to book six, but like, really, I do want to see this stuff weave back into the main story because otherwise it's kind of, I mean, I I know it will eventually, but I mean, the only way I see it really weaving back into the main story per se is if we start seeing Fjorm in the, um, in her ascended outfit and depending on how things end, maybe we'll see leg yarn. Uh, throughout the story beats after this. Uh, once again, that depends on how it ends. If it ends with Lady Yarn still technically dead, probably won't see her. But, you know, um, like the whole thing of this was tying up a loose end because, you know, Fjorm was supposed to die and still hadn't. So it's kind of answering why she hasn't died yet. Yeah. So... Well, uh, we'll continue to follow that story. I think there was there was a new battle... Uh, well, the, sorry, there was a new entry, but it was very much the beginning of whatever story they're they're telling this month. And I think it was essentially like, we're going to fight? Yeah, we're going to fight. We have to fight. Okay, let's let's fight. It was Fjorm saying, I can't fight you, Legarn, and Legarn saying, I can't resist him. And then we fight Thor, who was not involved in the story at all. So, <laughs> yeah. This, just... It was nice and weird and bizarre, and we'll see what they do with it. How they resolve the whole situation because uh, they did confirm that uh, the next uh, version will be the final chapter of the Ice and Flame thing. I hope they keep the story around afterwards. Uh, I know they're keeping it around until the end of the next Tempest trial, but hopefully they keep it around somewhere stored afterwards uh, so you can look back on it. But we'll see what they do. We don't have a calendar yet, so I'll jump right into those uh, new heroes that we were mentioning we summoned on. Yes, let's talk about the new heroes. We've got new special heroes. This is the Ninja Training Banner. Ninja November returns with a grab bag of heroes from Fates, Binding Blade, Radiant Dawn, and a little Three Houses on the Tempest Trials, just to be safe. You couldn't. I mean, we clearly haven't had enough Three Houses heroes lately. Well... 
yeah, it wouldn't be a special heroes banner without some three houses. And I know we have Christmas coming up. And I mean, do you think intelligence systems is going to be re- able to resist? I hope they do. Cause we got Sothis last year, but no, we got Sothis <laughs> the, the way year they've been going. And oh, then we got Hilda. Years ago? Yeah. Okay. Well, still we had three heroes, three houses on it last year. So hopefully, but who knows? <laughs> well, we will see. Let's kick off with the first hero we're going to discuss, which is a green ninja of Nabata kicking things. Oh, here we go. I guess I didn't. I, I wrote these notes a few days ago. Uh, we're going to say say it again. Kicking things off with a green in the Nabata desert in Alib, there is a village where humans and dragons have achieved the dream of peaceful coexistence. A green here is the protector of Nabata, and today she's joining us for the Ninja Festival. A green is a colorless dagger flyer unit wielding Nabata Kunai, which grants speed plus four, inflicts defense slash resistance minus four, If unit initiates combat, unit attacks twice. Unit can move to a space within two spaces of any ally within two spaces. She has a new skill. That's all the weapon. Uh, She has a new skill in the A slot called C Dual Flying 4, which grants HP plus 5, attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus 2. If unit is 5 stars, now this is the skill that gives you the arena bonus, right? Yeah, this is a tier four uh, dual skill just mm. for colorless flyers now. Mm-hmm. So, so it, the typical stuff applies if unit is five star level 40, a legendary or mythic hero, and unit stats total less than 175. It treats the unit stats as 175 in modes like arena. If unit is five stars level 40 and not a legendary or mythic, uh, the total is less than 180, treats unit stats as 180 in modes like arena. Rounding out her kit is Luna as a special and speed slash defense rain three in the C slot. So there you go. So a green. Yep, there's the green. Uh, you know, she seems to be the common theme of this one that all the weapons give them a uh, defense res debuff. So, so you'll see that a lot uh, and get guaranteed double dual attacks. Uh, hers is one of the more unique ones in that it, you know, uh, allows you to move, uh, gives you, uh, what is it? I forget. It's not, I forget the one. It's like rescue or something like that, or some, one of those skills that don't, that allows you to jump around a bit more than normal. So, uh, yeah, gosh, now I can't, uh, pick... I know it's not rescue, but I can't think of what it is. I know what you're talking about though. The skill is yeah. not popping into my head, but I, I, I know everyone at home is picturing it as well, and they're like, what is that? It's like wings of something? I don't know. Yeah, I think that might be a flyer-specific version of it. Sure. Wings of Mercy or something like that, although maybe Wings of Mercy is for everyone. Maybe. But she is a flyer anyway, so I guess it would make sense for her to have the flyer version of it. Yeah. So, I, um, she's not the four-star on the unit, I mean, but or on the banner, but she does have sort of that arena skill which i believe is sought after because they keep updating it i'm sure people who Mm. min max arena this is something they can use to kind of boost up their definitely be some people who use a colorless flyer in their arena teams who are looking for this because you know if they've built out a team specifically for arena they've really buffed out that unit so the extra stats and the extra uh tougher uh opponents is what they're looking for so yeah yep 
coming from Binding Blade. So I think this is what she's on her own in this one uh, from. Binding oh yeah, Blade. Uh, you know, other than the, I guess habit they have for Corin, uh, it's pretty much unique units per, you know, one per IP. Mm-hmm. Other than the special corn habit, they ha- can't seem to kick in this game. <laughs> yeah, whenever there's a male corn, a female corn is not far behind. The only only time that it hasn't happened is when we got the legendary corn. Right. Yes. Did we so, get legendary and I think, female? I think the um, fallen corns were a year apart, but I think they legendary were. female corn. So there we go. But uh, as another one of those one-off u- units in this banner is Shinon, the sharp tongue ninja. Shinon gets an alt version of himself and gets to keep his bow, joining the banner as a red infantry archer. He wields the Ninja Yumi Plus, which, like all bows, is effective against flyers and inflicts him with defense res minus four. And if he initiates combat, he gets to attack twice. And if he is faster than his foe, he does half the difference between his speed and their speed, uh, up to a bonus of plus four additional damage. He comes with no new skills, but does come with Deadeye, Tier 4 Attack Speed Solo, and Lull Speed Defense. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this this is definitely, uh, he's definitely def- kind of feels like the definition of Glass Cannon, but I guess since the Defense res minus 4 is on everyone, I guess everyone is kind of Glass Cannons here. They get those guaranteed dual, double attacks, but, you know, they tend to ha- have a heavy debuffed what feels like a heavy debuff to their defense and resistance yeah Yeah. i really like his design too i think they uh they kind of nail that look and feel of like the the old school ninja with the armor and stuff and I, i i think like it's really interesting that he got to keep his bow because all of a green's sort of summoning and level up stuff is like man i'm so used to having a bow, but I guess I'm doing okay with this other weapon that yeah. I usually don't use. <laughs> so yeah, I think last year they no one got to kept keep their normal weapons, and everyone was wielding two of whatever weapon they had. Yes, and this year they didn't bother with the double weapons in their hands, but everyone has double attacks, and but that defense res. Uh, debuff there so uh let's take a look at corin daylight ninja act uh corin was born in hoshido but raised in nor and now thanks to the ninja festival we're holding here in asker he's getting the opportunity to dress up in the garb of the ninja from his birthplace corin is a lance infantry unit wielding ninja naginata plus which inflicts defense slash resistance minus four if unit initiates combat unit attacks twice and also if unit speed is greater than foe speed, deals damage equal to 50% of the difference between stats. Maximum bonus of up to plus 4 damage. Being the 4-star unit on the banner, Korn has no new skills, but rounding out his kit is Draconic Aura as a special Swiss Sparrow 2 in the A slot and special Spiral 3 in the B slot. So there you go. Yep. Uh, yeah, that I do remember what I was going to say. I was going to comment that the skills on this banner are kind of localized, uh, kind of limited in the new skills category. And, um, you know, I guess like Corrin might bring in a new skill to the uh, tier four, uh, or, you know, the four star category, but all the rest are, you know, if they have a new skill, they're very specialized in the people who want them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, those doing arena are. Prop might want uh, 
the grains uh, skill, but you know all the rest. And once again, min maxing some of the others might be pretty good. A lot of tier four skills in there, I think. So yeah, you know. no, that makes sense. And I mean, this being the four star unit, I mean, there's not probably a lot to throw around other characters, but uh... yeah, it's a four star unit. But like um, Shinon is the is a five star unit and has no new skills. He's you know, and I'm not. I mean, yeah, he gets a tier four attack speed solo, but not a utterly amazing group of skills there you know no. he easily could have been a four-star unit i feel yeah it is kind of odd that you've kind of got you really feel it now that they have the four-star unit on each banner you really feel it when there are two really close to that category and oh, i yeah. think the only thing separating it is that tier four skill you know being there um yeah it's tough yeah but uh speaking of non-four-star units who uh, well, technically have a new skill, even if it's very specialized. We have Corrin and Elise, the Nightfall Ninja Act. Female Corrin, as seems typical ban- for banners that have one of the versions of Corrin, also gets her time on the ban- on this banner. And she is joined as a duo hero by Elise from Nor. These two princesses are here as a green tome cavalry unit with their dual skill that can be activated once per map and only after they have already acted that turn. When activated, it grants them another action that turn, uh, and they are wielding the Ninjutsu Scrolls, which gives them speed plus four, but inflicts uh, defense res minus four on them. If they initiate combat, they are guaranteed a follow-up attack, and if they are faster than their foe, they do 70% of the stat difference as a bonus, up to plus seven damage. Uh, they have a new Rally skill and Rally Up Defense Plus, which gives them plus six defense uh, to their target and allies within two spaces other than them. Uh, they also come with two Tier 4 skills and Attack Speed Push and Joint Drive Attack, as well as a Kanto skill and SR5 Trace, giving them uh, Kanto remaining. So yeah, they got a you know Rally skill as their new skill. So there <laughs> might be some who are looking for that, but it's still kind of not not blowing the socks off of anyone. It's weird. It almost feels like this ninja banner is kind of a little undercooked in terms of, I mean, don't get me wrong. A special hero banner is kind of like, from my perspective, this might not match everybody's perspective, but from my perspective, it's 50% the the cool look of all, uh, like, uh, of of these special heroes. And the other 50% is the skills, right? I'd say this one's more of a 90% the cool look. Yeah, I'm getting that vibe from it. And I mean, um, once in a while, you'll get a fancy new skill, um, and sometimes in. But it seems more often that you will get more units with at least two of the units with you know what look like pretty good kits here, and maybe they're better than I realize because I don't min max like some people, and maybe these skill these kits are actually pretty good, but they don't amaze me very much, you know. So yeah, it's yeah, more of a personal thing than anything. They don't jump out at me either, and I think that's where um, this next hero. Honestly, when it comes down to like how cool all these characters look, I gotta say, I really like Shamir as a character from Three Houses, and I think that because I like her so much from the game, and they've given her this special ninja look, I, she's kind of my favorite of the of the bunch, and she's free, which you can't complain about that. 
So uh, let's talk about Shamir Loon. <laughs> Lone Moon Ninja. Fire Emblem Three Houses sneaks into the Special Heroes event with Shamir as the Tempest Trials unit. Shamir's an elite agent of the Church of Saros who gathers information from every corner of Fodlin on their behalf. Who could be a better choice to make an appearance at the Ninja Festival in authentic ninja garb? Although I'll say she does complain about that uh, about her outfit. She she says, mm-hmm. "I don't understand why I'm wearing this. Um, it's not technically getting in the way, but I'm going to point it out anyways." Uh, I think was essentially her remarks. <laughs> so it sounds like Shamir. It kind of fits her character. So hundred percent fits her character. And once again, Intelligence Systems is nailing the uh and i don't know if whether it's just three houses is top of mind right now uh but they have been nailing sort of the three houses bringing the three houses characters over um to the game i feel like most of the characters they are pretty good about getting their characterization in i mean some of them it's hard to say for sure because i don't know the character that well but most of the characters that i know it seems like their characterization is well done yeah yeah I 100% agree with that. Um, Shamir is a green axe infantry unit wielding Shuriken Cleaver Plus, which inflicts a defense slash resistance minus four, as we've already established across the banner. If unit initiates combat, unit attacks twice, and also if unit speed is greater than foe speed, deals damage equal to 50% of the difference between stats. Let me guess, there's a maximum bonus of plus four damage. No new skills, but has Glimmer as a special attack slash speed 2 in the A slot and attack slash speed 03 in the C slot. Um, yeah. yeah. I took took a look at uh, Shamir's outfit and gear and poses, and yeah, it's a good look. I mean, I, I kind of like corn, female corn. I, I actually kind of agree with IS in that, you know, they seem to view female corn as canon and male uh robin as canon and that's generally how i tend to view it uh wait sorry both both are canon is that what you're saying well they're two different characters and they bring both of them into stuff like heroes and all but it generally seems that if they're talking about robin they're talking about male robin yes if they're talking about corn they're talking about female corn oh no maybe you cut out there it sounded like it sounded like you legit said like female corn is canon and corn is canon male corn is or maybe maybe i misheard that that's my brain probably it feels like female corn is canon and male corn male robin is canon oh i did screw up there but (laughs) never mind it's all good yes i 100 percent agree with you and i think that um i think that's the it's a fine approach uh it feels like it's hard to say which is technically canon when they've uh fully dove into the multiverse theory with heroes and just about Mm -hmm. every other game so both of them can be canon at the same time but the preferred versions are female corn male robin yeah we we do seem to get that that uh, um that vibe from from uh from intelligence systems but yeah no i I think female corn has a has a, a good outfit as well like i think that Again, like they all, I think it comes down to my attachment to the characters. And like, as much as I liked Corrin, um, Fates was a game that uh, there's a plenty of episodes where we talk about it, but Fates is a game that has a weird sort of place in the Fire Emblem um, pantheon. You you look at all the outfits in this banner, and I think they they actually do quite nail it. Like, I th- I think the the ninja 
sort of um, motif like uh, and look and feel, they've kind of expanded upon it. I feel like the first banner they did was very, everyone kind of had a similar outfit. But um, mm-hmm. I think because they are, they are, they have had a year under their belt. I think it's been only, this is our second Ninja November, right? I'm not mistaken there or am, or am I missing one? I feel like uh, this is the second it. one. Yeah. As far as I can think of. Uh, until this year, they had not had a kind of consistent uh, November and August banner, uh, mm-hmm. seasonal banner. Uh, like the, I don't think they did anything the first year. The second year, they like they had done the um, uh, performing arts uh, where we got Axura mm-hmm. and them in September, but they shifted it to August with the Hoshiden Festival. And then I can't remember what they did year three. Last year was the first pirate banner, and this year they brought back the pirate banner. And November was also kind of weird. Um, one year we had that uh, dream one where we had dream corns, uh, dream Makoto. I think that was our first Makoto. And young Azura and dream uh, Camilla. Yeah, so. I remember the dream banner. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that that weird old dream banner. Weird dream banner. <laughs> I'm so glad so, they didn't go back to that one. It I think was, like the first yeah. first or second year they did the um, uh, and that might have been the year of the dream banner too. I'm just they also did the uh, uh, book two, uh, villains banner one year. Though yeah. that might have been new heroes that month. I remember they, they did. Uh, speaking of like starter uh, and all. Yeah. Speaking of outdoor, outdoor, out there uh, banners. I mean, there was an outdoor banner. There was the picnic banner, which is another banner they did not revisit. Um, there was also the farfetch banner, which was, I think, around this time frame, like fall ish. I think the farfetch banner, though, was a normal banner. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it was a new heroes banner, not a special heroes banner. So. Yeah. Still felt it felt like All in right. the same vein as like, I don't do think you can go much more out there than the spa banner that they did a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah. In that's last a good two years. They've shifted to like just different towns focusing. Yeah. Cause last year was the Plegia banner. Yep. So, yeah, I remember that one. Well, you know, that trip down memory lane is brought to you by this uh, random grab bag of Ninja November. We'll see what they do with this next year, but it seems to be a trend. Oh. Now they have two. Yeah. Yep, seems like they've decided Pirate August and Ninja November, so... I'm fine with that. I'm looking forward to more uh, fine special heroes, including the Christmas banner, uh, coming up in December. But we'll probably have more to talk about before then, because there's plenty of fake content. Anyways, Eddie, before we jet, let's talk a little bit. Let's, let's, you know, peek into the Outrealm Gate. We're not going to talk about Fire Emblem Warriors, but I did want to confirm what we're going to talk about next which is the week of November 29th or around there. We'll confirm next episode. I I feel like we're looking at the end of November. Um, We're going to be focusing on the fates chapters uh, and characters of uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. And that is going to include Celica as well. There are some extra characters in the game that don't quite fit into our pattern. So we're throwing Celica in there. there. There are three characters that were not in the story at all, but in the maps at the end. Uh, and uh, as we discussed last week, who we kind of got lumped in with the awakening characters, uh, Celica, less, uh, who uh, we will discuss next time, and Lynn, who we'll discuss with Marth in our uh, third segment, discussing warriors. And then beginning of the year, we'll probably do a 
you know, like early January, or maybe we'll wait till late January and start uh, the next game in February. But sometime in January, we'll do a wrap up of Warriors going over Rowan and Liana and overall thoughts on the game after playing through it all again. Yeah. So, well, uh, next time we do talk about the game, we're going to be focusing on the uh, chapters 6 to 13. So if you're playing along and revisiting with us, those are the chapters we're looking at. But of course, we'll talk about the history maps, the DLC, the characters, everything that kind of fits into that neat Fates package plus Celica. So um, do your homework, folks, because we're ready to talk about Fire Emblem Warriors in just a couple weeks. Yep. And before we uh, go, I do want to quickly thing. I don't know if we're getting Thor or not on our next New Heroes banner. It uh, seems likely, based on what they've been doing. Um, I will note, I do not expect Ascendant uh, Leg Yarn until January, because uh, most likely we'll be having uh, banners swap back in December, and beginning of December we'll be getting Book Six's protagonist banner, and then Christmas Special Heroes and New Year's Special Heroes. So, don't know whether... Don't recall if there's a Tempest Trial for both of them, but I expect to get... Ascendant Leg Yarn in one of those Tempest Trials and probably won't see her um, uh, Ascendant Hero Banner until January. This is a new Hero Banner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we can wait. I feel like I feel like it'll be worth the wait and uh, with what they did with Fjorm. And who knows what they're doing with the next protagonist. Who knows? It, uh, probably about, we're probably a month out from uh, Book 6. Usually the reveal is like early uh, December, if I'm recalling correctly, or late November even. I mean, uh, because they didn't switch back yet, I think usually by now they've switched back uh, to new heroes at the beginning of the month and uh, special heroes at the end of the month. Because the Ninja Banner came first this month, um, we'll get we should get the ending chapter of Book 5 uh, here in a couple in you know, a couple weeks when we get the new Heroes banner. And then after that, we should get an announcement for book six in either very late November or early December, along with who the protagonist will be on that banner at the beginning of December. Before we close the show, let's talk a little bit about Extra Life because we said we would do so. Uh, you can go to bit.ly slash Extra Life Ryan. If you donate $10 uh, or more, $10 gets you a vote in our upcoming game club for 2022. You can stack your votes. So if you donate 50, you get five votes towards your game of choice. And uh, if Summoner's Call listeners raise over $200, we will also do a game club of Tokyo Mirage Sessions. So that's the current um, promotion we're running for Extra Life. Uh, all of the money you donate to Extra Life goes directly to Sick Kids Foundation in Toronto. They're part of the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Uh, around the world and like i said 100 percent of your donations go there so uh, yep. keep that in mind and some things to note about uh the game you tell us you want to vote for uh we do need uh for per our personal rules we need easy legal access to the game so no japan only games or gamecube Wii Wii versions are uh are those are off the table uh because we don't have an easy way to access or play those uh, legally at least um three houses make sure you state your preferred path uh and no repeats so we've already done shadow dragon shadows of valencia fates conquest sacred stone cinder shadows and verdant wind 
Um, if you do want Tokyo Mirage sessions, if we reach that goal, uh, that $200 goal, if you want that to be the first one, uh, mention that, but also make sure you put down a uh, second choice in case you um, want, uh, or in case we don't reach the $200 goal for that. Yeah. Either way, you should include the preferred game that you want us to play. Uh, we will certainly be playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions if we hit that $200 goal, but if you want us to you know, jump Tokyo Mirage Sessions to the top of the queue and play that before whatever the uh, the vote is, that's certainly something we'll consider. And we welcome all feedback on that regard, uh, even if you don't donate and you just want to let us know what you think. Uh, you can do so by going to our website. You'll find all our contact information there, gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. You can email us, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Uh, and uh, go to our Discord. Our Gamers in Discord has a Fire Emblem channel, and that's where people are chatting about Fire Emblem. Uh, you can go to bit.ly slash TGI Discord. If you're on Twitter, you can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drelfear. And don't forget to follow at the Gamers in for show updates. Be sure to check out Serenesforce.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning.